Dean Martin was one of the most recognized and popular singers, actors, and entertainers in history. Buckle on up as you are about to hear fascinating stories of the Rat Pack and more from his immensely gifted and multi-talented daughter. Welcome to the Motivation Show podcast, where we interview remarkable world-class experts that help bring out the greatness within you. Top book authors, super successful business people, and outstanding special guests that will motivate and inspire you with their incredible, uplifting stories and life-changing tips and strategies. Our goal is your success. If you desire more out of life, you've dialed into the right show. So fasten your seatbelts, friends, and let's get ready for some high-octane motivation. Now, your host, the mayor of motivation, Eli Marcus. Our guest on The Motivation Show is an influential American singer, actor, and performer, and the very proud daughter of iconic entertainer Dean Martin. She achieved success early in her career in films, theater, and television, then quickly added to her repertoire recording artist, best-selling author, nationally syndicated radio host, licensed pilot, I like that one, and <laughs> entrepreneur. As an internationally acclaimed entertainer, hit recording artist, and in-demand performer playing to sold-out audiences worldwide, she has become an instantly recognizable voice and figure in the pantheon of the great American songbook. And I can't wait to hear more about that songbook. So uh -huh. like her dad, she makes it all look so easy. How does she do it? And audiences can't get enough. Welcome to the Motivation Show, Dina Martin. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is, uh, this is and wow, what an introduction. <laughs> this is well, great. I had the pleasure of meeting you at the famous Patsy's restaurant in Manhattan, their 75th year anniversary. And what struck me about you is your energy. That's one word I would use that you have incredible energy. Uh, how do you get motivated to do all the things that you do in a given day? Well, you know what, you know, it's, it's funny you should ask that because I do have a lot of energy. First of all, you know, I like to eat right, you know, uh, exercise, you know, keep ourselves fit and, you know, learn new things every day. So for me, getting up and then it's a, it's a new day. I'm going to learn a new song. I'm I'm going to uh, get get healthier, and I have my handsome husband John. And so I just keep motivated that way. As luck would have it, you know, I was born with a, a good attitude. I've got the you know the glasses half full, you know. And and for me, it's just reaching out and touching people is motivating for me. And uh, staying healthy is you know a big part of that. So my husband and I, in fact, my husband's in on the treadmill right now. <laughs> I'll get on after him. Well, you look like you're in incredible shape. I don't know what you're doing, but whatever it is, you just keep that up. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You know, it's about the uh, the food you eat and the calories and burning them off and, and staying positive and, and being around people that you love, which is great. And entertaining people. That's what I do. Well, I think you just hit the nail right on the head because you wake up in the morning and you do exactly what you want to do, entertaining people. That sounds like something that you can't think of another thing that you possibly could want to do. And then to have the love that surrounds you. And, and it's, it came across to me when I met you 
you didn't have to be that friendly because a lot of people want to meet you, but you were incredibly friendly. I kind of felt like I would maybe I was a celebrity the way you treated me. You know, you were very, very <laughs> warm and very touching. And so I, I didn't forget that. And that's one of the reasons why I was like, uh, I don't care how many times she says no, I, I still want to get her on my show and put her positivity out to the world. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, that's good. Being persistent is very important. But you know what? And I have to tell you, you know, that treating people like celebrities is, is a good thing. You know, my dad always taught me, treat people the way you want to be treated mm. and then everything will be fine. And so he would, and that's who he was. He, you know, he could go and have dinner with the Queen of England or he could go with the busboys, you know, and at, at the casino behind and have a, a perfectly great time with both of them and just be comfortable with both. And I, I think I inherited that from him, just, you know, being, uh, being happy with people. Well, you know, a lot of people uh, can definitely be intimidated by being around the celebrity. They feel less than. So to pick people up and make them feel, you know, that they themselves are also special and not less than, that says a lot about you and it says a lot about your father. Uh, well, thank you very much. And, and it's true. And it's worked well through my life. And for me, being able to sing and entertain people and make, you know, give them joy. It's that's what it's about. So Dina, it has been said that seeing you on a live performance, there's a <laughs> sense that there is nothing you cannot do. And you have this, uh, you know, you've had an abundance of success under your belt. Uh, you've been a hit recording artist, you're a highly praised concert performer, you're an accomplished actor, best selling author, I can go on and on, you seem to excel effortlessly at everything to you that you do. Does it really come easy to you? And either way, how do you make it look so easy? Well, you know what? And that's one of the things that I studied my dad with because he always made it look so easy. And you know, and it wasn't until I got into the business that I thought it's really hard. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work. And so it's it's putting in the hours. Let's say if it's it's a script, learn the whole script, learn your lines, know what you're going to do, be on time, know all the lyrics to all of the songs, you know, find out what what it is that motivates you to be that character, that person. And uh, so it's just, for me, a lot of rehearsal, a lot of studying. And, and then once you have all that down, then you can go on stage and just be, your, be that character, but be relaxed and secure in knowing that you know what you're going to do. And you know, one thing that my dad always taught me is always be early and you know, get there, know what you're going to do, hit your mark, sing your songs, you sing from your heart, Whatever you do, do it from your heart. And, you know, you can't go wrong. And he's, and keep the mistakes in. It's just like, you know, he says, you know, you can make a mistake. You know, everybody makes mistakes. That's like on my uh, TV show on the uh, Facebook Live that I do. You know, it's live. You know, there's no editing. I can't make a mistake and say, oh, well, let's fix that. No, just go on. And uh, everybody makes mistakes and it's okay. Yeah, I love the lesson about getting there early. And I myself used to be five, 10 minutes late because I try to time everything to be perfect. And then, you know, you kind of learn that uh, nobody complains about people that are there early. They only complain about even if you're five minutes late, to some people, you might as well be three hours late. So it's a great you're lesson. You're absolutely right. And in fact, you know, I learned that by doing, you know, being on stage, because when I was doing a play, maybe Star Spangled Girl was maybe the first one I was doing. Neil Simon's brother, Danny Simon was directing us. And if you were late, you would get fined $50. So if you weren't there an hour early, and if you were uh, and, you know, late, they would take your pay and you're not making that much money anyways. So, you know, I mean, I learned you've got to be early. <laughs> you've got to be on time. It's important. And it's respect for everybody else. 
You know, in books like Mommy Dearest, we found out that sometimes being an offspring of a celebrity is not always what it was cracked up to be. In your case, it seems to me like you and your father had tremendous love and respect. What else did you learn from Dean Martin? Well, you know, as I say, you know, of course, I, I learned, you know, to be uh, to treat people the way you want to be treated. But I learned that, you know, you really have to manage your time. And my dad, when I think about what he did from the uh, Broadway show, excuse me, from uh, radio, the recordings, the movies, the nightclubs, uh, absolutely, he timed everything just perfectly. And so I just watched him work. And well, now, you know, imagine this, having my Uncle Frank Sinatra, Uncle Sammy Davis Jr., learning from the best I was around them and seeing how they worked, how they managed their time. And so just being around, you know, my father who had the most fabulous sense of humor, he was so kind and funny. It just kind of, uh, it's in my DNA, I'll, I'll tell you that. And I'm grateful that I was named Dina after, D, you know, Dean with an A. And so, you know, I mean, I've been pretty lucky in my life and I have worked very, very hard on my craft and everything that I do. I, my dad didn't like to rehearse. I like to rehearse. <laughs> I like to make sure of what I'm doing, then we can make it look like it's uh, not rehearsed. Well, it's a heck of a way to grow up having, uh, as you call it, uh, pallies around like yeah. uh, Uncle Dean and, uh, and Uncle Sammy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Uncle Frank and Uncle Sammy. Yeah. And then having, you know, maybe Christmas, uh, you'd have uh, Rosemary Clooney would be at the house. So we're singing, have yourself a merry little Christmas. And there I am with Rosemary Clooney, or it's Peggy Lee or Ella Fitzgerald. And, you know, going to my father's TV show every Sunday afternoon when he would he would go in after he would play golf and the people that were on that show. Unbelievable how he could sing with anybody and make everybody feel comfortable. Well, I really love the Dean Martin roast. That's my favorite. Oh. I mean, I, I can't get enough of that. I still look at that in YouTube and I oh, yeah. crack up. And uh, Dean is as funny as any of them. And, and I, one of my favorites was Don Rickles. You know, I just can't get enough of Don Rickles. But Don Rickles. We used to call him <laughs> Bullethead. And uh, Bullet and um, Foster Brooks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, the, in the bar where he's the pilot. <laughs> so, oh. I mean, all of those things, priceless. And, uh, you know, and as I say, you know, my dad didn't rehearse those. He went in and he just he just did it. He was uh, brilliant. He was just himself. Yeah. And that's yeah. what made him sweet. And so speaking of that, your father was really loved by hundreds of millions of people. He's such an iconic, never to be forgotten entertainer. What do you think was his secret sauce, his X factor? Well, you know what? He was classy and he was cool. And so there was just the, his demeanor, how he dressed, how he held himself. He was classic and classy and, you know, and that sense of humor. And he didn't think of himself as, you know, he, in fact, he thought of himself, you know, he couldn't believe he was, he was Dino Crosetti, born in Steubenville, Ohio, you know, an Italian. He was proud to be Italian and singing those Italian songs. So it was just the whole package. You know, my grandmother, Angela, uh, she was a seamstress and she would tailor all of his clothes. So maybe that's where he got his sense of style. My godfather, excuse me, my grandfather, Gitano Crocetti, he always looked dapper and you know, I mean, it was just, it was a whole thing of style and class and, you know, just down to earth people. So I don't know, I don't know if there's that one it thing, except that my dad was the king of cool. Well, he certainly was. And uh, like I said, millions and millions of people just loved him. And I, and I, yeah. you know, again, I can't get enough of his old movies. And speaking of old movies, uh, you also grew up with this 
interesting character, one of my top three comedians of all time, Jerry Lewis. What was he like to be around? Oh, he was funny. I tell you, and he was, you know, and from day one, you know, in fact, I was born in New York City at Park and 64th Street. And uh, my dad was in Los Angeles with Jerry Lewis. They were opening at Slapsy Maxie's that night. You know, so I've known him all of my life, literally all of my life. And, you know, even through the years that they had split up, I was still good friends with Jerry Lewis. And uh, he was he was a pally of mine. And when I went to and I was writing my book, Memories Are Made of This, Dean Martin Through His Daughter's Eyes, I called Jerry. I said, I want to come down and talk to you. He said, well, come on. So my handsome husband and I went to San Diego, went onto his boat. And, you know, he just when he saw me, he said, lady. And he hugged me, and he said, lady, and he put his hands on my, and he started to cry. Hello, lady. I, yeah, hello, lady. <laughs> and so I oh, he's here. And he put his hands on my uh, cheeks, and he said, there's my partner. And we had the best time together, and he gave me lots of notes, and you know how much he, he loved my dad. And then he was playing the song time after time, and I started singing with him. He said, why don't you come on to the uh, telethon, the MDA telethon with me, and sing the song. And we did. And it was just, it was priceless. And he said, it'll be Martin and Lewis together again. And so, yeah, I mean, we remained friends for all, all through the years. Well, I grew up with Martin and Lewis. And as far as I'm concerned, with all due respect to every other pair, I, there's just never going to be another Martin and Lewis. They were one of a kind. They just they played so off each funny. other. Oh, oh yeah, my they God. did. The best oh, yeah. films. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the good old days. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. So you <laughs> talked about your, uh, I believe, your 2004 memoir, you know, Memories Are Made of This. Uh, mm -hmm. In it, you share a lot of wonderful, never before told stories about your father and, you know, again, what you call his pallies. So right. what were some of these interesting stories, you know, that maybe the public, uh, you know, doesn't know as well? Oh, you know, there's so many and they, they should pick up the uh, pick up the book because it's really something and it's it's a book about you know my life and my dad's life and you don't have to be a dean martin fan you don't have to be a you know, it's it's a book for everybody because it's it's what happens to you in your life and to me in my life and everybody so it's they will be surprised at some of the things that i went through my dad went through but i think one of my favorite times was going to las vegas when i was a young girl going to the sands hotel when the rat pack was going to be there and sitting in the audience you know ringside of course and then the stage would be dark and you'd hear the announcer say, ladies and gentlemen, and now direct from the bar, Dean Martin. And then my dad would walk out and me sitting down there in the audience and I would hear people go, oh, there he is. And he was handsome and he was funny and he sang and he was cool. And then all of a sudden, Sammy Davis Jr. would walk out and then Frank Sinatra would walk out and they adored each other and they would sing and they would entertain and they were having a good time. And I remember sitting there thinking, that's what I want to do. I'm going to sing and entertain people and have a good time because we were all having as much fun as they were, or they looked like they were having fun. And they were perfectly what they did. They adored each other. They uh, weren't jealous of each other. They would let the other shine. And so I thought those were the best times for me. And, uh, you know, just I think that first time seeing them all on stage together was amazing. And then wearing uh, Sammy Davis Jr.'s tuxedo, that was a pretty good thing. So it's all in the it's all in the book. There's so many great things. You know, Frank Sinatra used to call me the social butterfly because he would be over at the house. I'd run in and I'd kiss him. Hi, Uncle Frank. And then off I'd go because I had things I had to do. And so I was the social butterfly for him. But, you know, great times. And, uh, uh, you know, I've been blessed in my life. I really have. 
Well, I am not the singer you are, but I'm going to put myself on the spot here because, you know, I can't help but singing in the shower. You know, there's a tune that just always is in my head. You know, it's a volare, oh, <laughs> cantare, oh. Now, again, I don't do that justice. You do. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, and volare means to fly in Italian. And in fact, you know, we have my husband and I are both pilots, as we say, and our plane is called volare. And so, oh, you know, volare, cantare, whoa, 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 whoa. So, you know, so all of these songs that, uh, you know, that, that my dad sang that are just so beautiful. And he had that gorgeous voice and he could sing anything. And I think out of all of them, he had the best voice. And I don't think that he had all the credit for being the, the fabulous singer that he was or the fabulous actor that he was. And you know what? It might be because he made it all look so easy. Yeah, and there's two words that come to mind when I think of him, smooth and cool. There you go, smooth and cool. Yeah, he was. And that's how, and he was funny. Oh my gosh. You know, and it's not that he was telling jokes. He was just funny. Yeah. Let's talk about Dina Martin. Okay. <laughs> Let's right, talk well, about I what you're up to. You know, you had a, you know, great success. You had a 2006 debut uh, CD release, Memories Are Made of This. You've stayed in the top 10 for 40 consecutive yeah. weeks with that. Uh, you've had all kinds of great stuff. Tell us what's going on in Dina Martin's world. Well, right now, what we're doing is, as, as I say, we're doing that uh, Facebook and, uh, you know, I'm live streaming and I'm actually, you know, Polestar. Polestar is, is the trade magazine for, you know, for, for singers and entertainers. And uh, it's all over the world. I'm number two in the world for live wow. streaming. Wow, beautiful. Number two. So that's all over the world. In fact, I get so many comments on the on the show which is great and the people you know 15 million people have viewed the viewed the show and it's really a lot of fun and it's learning new songs every week and you know our, our, my little team my handsome husband john rosario and then rick preview who's my musical director we pick out songs people make requests for songs and i have learned during this year because we've been doing this for a year uh in fact this friday it'll be 56 weeks wow. on every friday doing at Eastern time is, you know, four o'clock. And so people can, and they're all on my website, dinamartin.com. So you can go and binge watch them if you want. It's so remarkable, the comments that I get and the joy that we are bringing to people all over the world who were and we started it because all my shows were canceled. And I said, what am I going to do? You know, and it was last year and Rosario said, why don't you do Facebook live? I said, what's Facebook live? <laughs> <laughs> and so we did one and there were about 50,000 people watched. And I thought, wow. So we just kept on going. We have not missed a, a week since that. And I've learned, I think, 70 new songs. And, wow. you know, press, you know, and telling jokes. And I ask people to send in their jokes. You know, I mess them up and they're corny, but it's, it's, it's good. And, uh, you know, so all these new songs that I have learned, we're going to make a new album, you know, a new, uh, you know, CDs and everything. So we're working on that. Can't and John wait. is... John is working on getting, uh, you know, uh, shows happening once we're all opened up. And I think we'll be in Las Vegas, Caesars. And, you know, so things things are happening. But we're making uh, a movie out of my book that was put on hold for this past year. Yay. Yay. And we're doing a documentary of uh, the fabulous King of Cool. So we have a lot of things, uh, you know, getting ready. Is, that, is Jennifer Love Hewitt playing you? Does that, did I hear that? 
Well, yeah, that's uh, yeah. And so here, <laughs> I'm going to make a take a little sippy poo. I always have a little sippy poo. On my show. Cheers to you, Eli. Cheers, cheers. And we got to get you to number one. We have to let people know. Is there a that's mailing right. list that people can get on so they can follow all well, of your moves? Sure, they go to dinamartin.com. Okay. And, yeah, and that's D-E-A-N-A martin.com there's not two n's in my name it's d-e-a-n-a martin.com and there's go to my website and join my uh, mailing list and oh. you know and i and i respond to every every email it takes a long time all the comments when they go on to youtube or facebook live and to watch the show and they can send in comments because i'm sitting right there i mean i'm singing live and rosario john's doing the music he's hitting all my tracks and i'm singing and rosario's looking at all of the comments that are coming in and she'll say, Eli's in the house as well. Hi, Eli. I am <laughs> going to be in the house. I'm going to be sending in some of those comments, you know, there you go. And some jokes. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> yeah. And some jokes. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, you know, meeting you was a, a highlight. You were just so much fun. And wow. so uh, your voice is smooth and, and silky as well. Wow. Uh, and and I can't you. wait for more of your Facebook live and can't wait for the movie to come out and I'm going to be there. I'm going to, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to, you know, listen to all your great stuff. And I want to let my audience know that uh, Dina Martin's the real deal. She is just great. If, if you ever bump into her in the street, you know, uh, don't be surprised if you get a nice hug, you, you just uh, uh, a delight. So I really want to thank you for coming on the show today. Any last words, anything else you want to share with our listening audience? I, I just want people to be, you know, to be positive. And, you know, I try and learn new things, you know, get up, eat right, exercise and, you know, have a, a good personality and good things will come your way. Mm. You know, it's just, you know, for me, I, I know, you know, meeting new people is fantastic, but staying positive and, uh, you know, making people happy and, you know, gratitude is very, very important. So gratitude, you know, I, the biggie. Gratitude. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't take so things for granted. A, yeah, exactly. So. And just one last question. I, I was curious, would you change anything about your life if you could live it over again? Regrets. I've had a few, <laughs> <laughs> but then again, too few to mention. Would I change anything? No, because everything that has happened to me along the way has made me who I am today. You know, there have been good times and bad times and, you know, getting through them. So I don't, uh, I don't think I would change anything because as I say, you know, this is what I am. I can only try and do better tomorrow uh, you know, or, or once I get off this, uh, this show and it's just staying positive, trying to do the best you possibly can. You know, I'm, as I say, I, I am very blessed. So, but thank you for, uh, for being there. Would you do anything uh, differently? What, how are, what are you going to do after the show? Well, I think the important thing is to take every day and make it the first day of the rest of your life. So don't go backwards. Don't change anything. It sets you up for the future. So I think, you know, I think a lot like you start right now, start doing all the things that you felt that you couldn't do or didn't do uh, before, you know, don't look in the past, look in the future and live for the moment. Yes, very good. So now my New Year's resolution was to clean my closet. I'm going to go back up there right now and put That's something. That's a good away. one. Okay. And thank you so much. Our guest today on the Motivation Show has been Dina Martin. She is lovely. She is talented. And she's got a hell of a voice. Go listen. Aww. Thank you so much, Dina. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love our listeners and we believe you have greatness within you. If you like The Motivation Show, 
We appreciate you subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. Check out EliMarcusSuccess.com to hear more inspiring shows and to read our motivational blog. That's EliMarcusSuccess.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.